Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 24. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined uh, IRL by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? Mark and I are currently sitting across a table from each other. This is so weird. Which is, which is completely unprecedented. So we were going to record the podcast last night. Uh, and I sat down and we got, we got on our, on our usual fucking Google Hangouts call. And I was like, you know, Mark, we're going to have to talk about ideology and like themes a lot for the Assassin's Creed episode. And I'm very hungover and I slept for like five hours. So instead, <laughs> Mark has come and, come and joined me at, uh, Triple C Nation HQ <laughs> in beautiful Southern California. <laughs> Which, uh, to be clear, I also live in Southern California. <laughs> it's a 90-minute it's a drive. Yeah. We hang out often enough that it's not weird that we're hanging out. Yeah. We just had not done this before. Yeah. So uh, so what did we watch this week, Mark? Actually, you know, real quick, I'm going to just I'm gonna just see if we can get this picked up by the uh, mic. Ooh, I'm struggling on it a little bit. There we go. That was just a- starting the podcast off right. Uh, so, so girls and gays, um, <laughs> grab a drink for this one. Yeah. Grab a drink. Um, because it's going to be a little bit different of a feel probably, uh, because you know, we're be, we're going to be able to get a little more rowdy and talk over each other a little more often. Cause we're not going to have to deal with a Wi-Fi connection getting in the way of, of my, my of hilarious opinions, my hilarious quips and, and raw unfiltered, uh, uh, opinions. I, I say what's on my mind, and if you don't like it, you can you can shove it. You can go listen to a different podcast. Yeah, PC Mark is gone. <laughs> um. Anyway, we watched uh, Assassin's Creed uh, from 2016. Uh, it's a movie based on Assassin's Creed, the video game series that has 800 titles, and and two of them are pretty good. Um. <laughs> Yeah, directed by Justin Kurzel, Kurzel um, starring uh, Michael Fassbender, who also produced and also will get to it, but he he kind of makes this movie what it <laughs> he is. Really does. Um, and uh, Marion, uh, I believe it's it's either Cotillard, uh, that person. <laughs> uh, I didn't. We prepared notes. She, she plays the she plays the the you know your standard issue video game movie sexy female scientist. Yeah. It's, for, it's required. It's actually in... Uh... <laughs> it's either a sexy female good guy scientist or a sexy female bad guy, but maybe she'll be a good guy. Yeah. Maybe change of heart. So she's the And she's the, the latter. latter in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this movie had a fucking $125 million budget. Um, yeah, I'm not pull, getting this You pulled, a, you pulled a, a, a movie review quote here. Yeah. Uh, so David... Uh, David Elric of IndieWire gave the film a B minus. I wanted to post this because this we talk about this a lot on this podcast of what it means to be a good video game movie. He said, declaring this to be the best video game movie ever made is the kind of backhanded compliment that sounds like hyperbole, but the description fits the bill on both counts. Um, I can't I can't fault him for coming to that. Uh, look, maybe look, okay. Look, I I don't know David personally but i imagine you know maybe he's not uh he might not be a, a scholar of 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 video game movies as, as mark and i are yeah. very yeah. rapidly becoming against our will he's no video game movologist <laughs> but but that said uh i think he is on to something because i this is not a bad movie i would almost maybe even go so far as to say this is a good movie or this movie is 
it it almost rules and it can't yeah. rule because of capitalism yeah my my thing with it real quick is that this movie could have been awesome if it either had more politics or less politics. It could have gone less politics and just been a fucking action movie. And it, it would have been good. And it looks dope. The concept of Assassin's Creed is cool. Um, it could have been a great movie, just just a sci-fi romp. And it could also have done the thing that it gestures at doing in so many different ways. It's always that on this, but we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. Because it, it is always that on this podcast, right? It's always, oh man, this thing sure is gesturing at a lot of really interesting concepts, but it can't actually fucking say anything about them. This, because- chair, this chair is fucking squeaky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> leave it. Leave, leave it. it in. Leave it in. Oh, man. How's everyone doing tonight? It's good. It's it, we're doing we're doing a good one. We're doing a good one. Um, having a normal one today. Yeah. So folks. so you know generally you know the 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 cadence that we try to stick to here on on Cartridge Cinema Club is that you know Mark introduces the podcast. He throws to me. I do a little bit. I throw back to him. He you know gives us a little bit of facts about the movie, and then he throws back to me, and I s- summarize the plot in my you know uh, iconic manic but you know relatable manner. Uh, unfortunately, you know, usually I try to do that in like a sentence or two sentences, you know, just give you a basic idea. Can't be done. Can't be done, girls and gays. Just cannot because this movie is two hours long and they use up every second of it to introduce more aspects of the plot. Yeah, the best screenwriter in the world couldn't summarize this in two sentences. All right, so here, here is my best attempt. All right, Michael Fassbender. He is the last living ancestor of some dude who had a MacGuffin. 500 years ago during the Crusades. If you don't know what a MacGuffin is, it's basically just like a thing that the plot revolves around that has powers that are very vague. It's an object in the physical world that people are in search of. Yes. He's on death row for killing someone, uh, but then they kill him and then he wakes up in a lab. And I really just got to say that like the opening 15 minutes of this movie are just so engaging and Mm -hmm. so well done. Because, you know, it's like it opens on the Crusades. You get some cool Crusade shit. You know, cut to Michael Fassbender as a kid. He's like a, you know, we watch Michael Fassbender uh, have his mother murder again. Video game movie classic, woman brutalized in the first five to ten minutes. Uh, but you know, he sees. We, his, we didn't even write it in the notes because it's no. so it's so like <laughs> oh, it's every one of them. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it's just what happens. It's just it's just that classic video game movie trope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and so uh, Michael Fassbender's dad murders Michael Fassbender's mom. We later learned it was, you know, to protect her and shit. But for a while, he's just like, fuck my dad. I hate that guy. Um, Flash forward to 30 years. uh, Michael Fassbender is in prison for killing someone. We never find out who or where or for what or at all. Um, Really? (laughs) Um, And, you know, then he gets executed. Like, dude, like the scene where he's like, and this is the thing about this movie. You know, they, they have a scene where Michael Fassbender gets fucking strapped to a table and they have him, like, say his last words and they, like, slowly fucking move the fucking table and he's, like, they're gonna do the injection on him. And, like, Michael Fassbender is given so little to work with in this movie because his character has, like, basically no agency in the plot whatsoever. Mm. Barely has a personality outside of, like, violent revenge and, like, you know, being, like, tortured into insanity. Um, yeah. But he's just so fucking talented at playing guy who is being tortured and like put through the shit that the movie is able to work anyway. Um, yeah, and I, like I would compare it to like when there's a really good actor in like a Star Wars movie. <laughs> 
Like they they're like doing their best uh, with just this ridiculous premise, and they generally like you can tell. Oh, that's one of the real actors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then they make him do the Assassin's Creed thing, right? He's he's in this evil lab. There's a there's a evil lady scientist, but maybe she's actually a good lady scientist. But actually, she's an evil lady scientist. Um, and they make him relive the memories of his ancestor in order to figure out who has the MacGuffin now so that they can get the MacGuffin and take over the world, right? But also, there's the lady scientist, and she thinks she's doing the right thing, right? Because the, the whole pitch, Abstergo is the name of the corporation, and the, and the idea is that... God, we're going to spend like 10 minutes of this episode just trying to describe the plot. Um, yeah, um, if, you, if you haven't played the, the games, um, Abstergo is the name of the, the corporation in the games. Yeah. And Abstergo actually plays an interesting... Um, <clears throat> Abstergo actually plays an interesting part in the game. They begin as like an evil corporation. They continue to be evil. But like in later games, they're like a VR video game company. <laughs> yeah. And they're basically a stand-in for Ubisoft, which is funny because Ubisoft makes the games yeah uh well um, <laughs> publishes the games um but in, yeah in this iteration they are in the evil corporation um that is backed by the the in-universe illuminati which is yeah. called the templars the templars thank right. you so her dad the lady scientist because you know if she's a lady scientist she can't just be a lady scientist she has to have a dad scientist who taught her everything she knows and they they try to have it both ways too they try to have like in the end the, the guy say like you know i'll get all the credit for this but we all know that it was you and it's like <laughs> yeah. fuck you you could have just not done that <laughs> like the, the, you made the movie you yeah. could have just not had the had the father <laughs> teach the the daughter everything but yeah anyway <laughs> yeah and so and so the dad scientist we, there's like a scene where like we see him like on tv and he's like talking to the fucking un or some shit it's unclear um, and his pitch is that they're going to use the Animus technology. The Animus is like the machine that he goes into to relive the memories. And they're going to use that to eradicate violence in the world. And it seems like at the beginning of the movie, what he is pitching is people will be able to use this technology. Because like he, he's always talking about like, you know, people in the past uh, had all of these opportunities. They were hunter-gatherers, right? They had all of these opportunities to... Uh, get out those violent tendencies. We just don't have those opportunities anymore, and we need to uh, we we need to allow people to relive those moments so that they can you know get their energy out, and this will eradicate violence. That's what I thought it was going to be. That's right? and I I think and this is the problem, right? Is I don't fucking know, but I think what they're trying to do is have it be like no, that's his pitch. But actually, what they're doing is they're trying to get the MacGuffin so that they can. <sighs> So that they can, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Talk here. about the MacGuffin? To talk about the MacGuffin. Yeah, it's, because, it's called the Apple of Eden. Right. Because of course. And that's in, that's in Assassin's Creed. And I, I like, I like that this movie isn't, it's not Desmond and Ezio, right? It's right. not, it's not the characters from the Assassin's Creed games. I like that it's just like, here's another person doing the Assassin's Creed thing. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be an adaptation directly of right. Assassin's Creed. Um, but there's a scene where uh, <laughs> there's like the... Michael Fassbender is going to confront his father who killed his mother, right? Uh, who, and his father is just, you know, at the facility for whatever reason. Um, he, he, was, he was captured yeah. um, right as the son was escaping and he's yeah. been there ever since. Yeah, and so, and so Michael Fassbender... So, so the, it's, the, it's the ancient... 
uh, conflict between the assassins and the Templars, right? The assassins are, uh, they're, they're social outcasts, but they're all about freedom, right? They're all about free will. They're all about, uh, they're libertarians. Yeah, they're your, they're your standard, uh, white liberal, libertarian leaning. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're real salt of the, they're real Beto O'Rourke voters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're oh god, you're, you're, you're real Howard Schultz for vote. Take a take a drink whenever we talk about a Democratic candidate. <sighs> and and then there's the Templars, right? And they're just they're just straight up authoritarian fascists, right? Yes. And they they just want to uh, they want to create peace through control, right? They just want everyone to conform so that they have control over everyone. And because it's a movie, we don't get. Uh, you, you know what? Actually, I have a, a slight thing to talk about in terms of MacGuffins. I just recently, for the first time, watched Avengers Infinity War, the movie about MacGuffins. And we know what those MacGuffins do. He says in the very beginning, hey, when I get all six of these MacGuffins, it's going to kill half of the universe. That's why I'm doing this. I think it's cool because this, this, and this. Scarcity is a thing. I'm insane. That's why I'm getting this. Because it's a good movie, right? Like... Okay, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this right back around. Please do. To the Michael Fassbender and his dad scene. Because they have this scene where, like, you know, his dad basically tells him, like, hey, look, I had to kill your mother. Because yeah. we're both in the Assassin's Creed. We took the Creed. And the Creed says that we will do everything that we possibly can to protect the Creed, even if it means giving our own lives, even if it means killing our family members. We will do everything we can to protect the Creed. And then he says one a, a line where I had to... Pause the film and take it, just take a fucking walk down just around my house and just and and just and just think for a little bit because he says the apple contains the genetic code for free will. What the f- what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, and and that's the problem is that 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 could mean. That could mean so many different fucking things. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the problem, is that, like, I'm going to kill half of the universe means one thing. The apple contains the genetic code for free will. Uh, could mean, like, <laughs> you could take that in so many different directions. And the problem is they take it in none of the options yeah. directions, Well, right? I mean, this is the whole problem with the movie, right? Is that the assassins have, uh, for most of the movie, you have a very, like, basically don't have any idea at all what they stand for. And then over the course of the movie, like, this whole movie is about an ideological conflict, right? It is about an ideological conflict between the assassins and the Templars. The assassins are libertarian people, and the Templars are fascists, and they clash on that. Yeah. Even though, unlike in real life, where the libertarians and the fascists are just kind of one in the same. They, they, <laughs> they, they certainly help each other out more often than they hurt each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because libertarians allow fascists to be platforms yeah. rather than have their... Yeah, libertarianism silenced. is just nice fascism, but we'll pretend, right? And, yeah. And, and so this is the problem, right? Is that we have all of these characters, um, you know, the, the, the characters, like, it's, it is the opposite of the video games in that in the video games, you spend most of the time in the Animus playing as a ninja in various different parts of history. Yeah. And then... You know, occasionally you get glimpses into the modern future world where some bad shit is going down. Um, in this movie, it's like most of it is the modern future world where some bad shit is going down. And then occasionally he goes into the Animus and relives the memories of his ancestors. Which means that 
you know, the, the pa past Michael Fassbender, uh, Ag Aguilar, I think he's called, uh, yeah. really isn't developed as a character at all. Um, he is just there to be a plot point. He is just there mm -hmm. to move the plot forward. But he is this character who, you know, like, there, okay, there's a scene in, there are so many scenes in this movie that would be so powerful if the movie meant shit, right? Like, yes. there's this scene where, like, Michael, past Michael Fassbender and his friend, love interest, there's a woman that he's with that's also in the Assassin's Creed. Uh, I think they're, they're, they're partners in the Creed. Yeah. They, they, in the games, I believe, they kind of pair up at, yeah. at some points. So yeah, that's his partner in the Creed. And yeah. they clearly do everything together. They're and they clearly have this, very close. They have this they have this moment where they're both like chained to a wall and about to be fucking executed. Um and they like look each other in the eye and like do the they like say like, you know, no matter what happens, I will always I will die for the Creed. I will not, you know, I will not protect my friends, I will not protect my family. I will die for the Creed. Yeah, they they say por la credo like multiple yeah. times, which is Spanish obviously for for the Creed. Yeah. That's like what they say before they die, that type of thing. Yeah. And then and none of it means anything, right? Because all they stand for is this sort of vague notion of free will. There's no actual like coherent worldview to mm -hmm. it. It's just it's it's just a, a, a like the just the idea of independence and like you know i think when you are very young uh it's it's easy to it's easy to see oh libertarianism oh that the the politics of people who want everyone to be free why I'm would why, super, super glad we're getting into this yeah, cuz this why, is the thing right why wouldn't you be in favor of that right. but like you know, as you grow and develop as a person and you come to find that, like, no, actually, you shouldn't just be allowed to, like, be a racist <laughs> in, you know, yeah. safe spaces. You shouldn't just be allowed to commit hate crimes. My, like, so my most recent boss uh, identifies as uh, a, a center leftist and classical liberal, you know, the type. And he, he told me that he doesn't believe in protected classes. He thinks that protected classes shouldn't be a thing and that the market should decide uh, for businesses that don't want to hire certain people of certain colors. Well, he'll say, well, obviously these businesses will fail because new businesses will come to take place and they'll be more inclusive businesses. And he doesn't believe that there should be any protections. These type of things. This yeah. is the type of things that lib that libertarians believe. Yeah. And, 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 and this is like the whole, this is the whole, problem with the film right is that this film it, it it's a great concept it's a lot of fun and it it's willing and able to raise questions and this is mm -hmm. what this is what this is the only thing that a large corporate hollywood production can ever do because in order to actually say something about the uh, uh about the you know, clash between free will and authoritarianism, this movie would have to have a political stance, right? It yeah. would need to have some sort of coherent ideology in order, you know, not just for like, you know, me sitting here being like, oh, I want to, I, I expect this video game movie from 2016 to have, you know, a message about anti-capitalism, you know, because I'm a fucking asshole and I'm reading it that way. But like, just for like the plot to land, <laughs> Exactly. They, if they want it, it's like how you were saying it. It needed to be more or less political because it's like more or less. Yeah. If you want to fucking deal with these concepts, you better be ready to fucking ball. And like, 
any movie that is produced within a system where, for one, this movie is made by 12 billion people. And so, therefore, it cannot have a, a coherent ideology just based on that. And then also, it is designed to be marketed and distributed to as many people as possible. It's not designed to say something. It's not designed to have a message. It's not designed to, you know, put forward any sort of particular... Uh, you know, political thought. It is there just to make money and it is there yeah. just to appeal to as many people as possible. And so if you're in a writer's room and you're like, well, they need to, this movie needs to say something about fucking capitalism because it is taking place within capitalism and dealing with the concepts within capitalism that we deal with every day. Right. You're going to get fucking shot down because it's like, no, yeah. because we can't, we cannot alienate anyone. We cannot say anything. <laughs> the And so here's the thing, right? Like, like you're right in that um in that it had to not be political and there's ways to like make a satisfying story that that hints at politics but isn't actually political but it's still satisfying and the way to do that is with like really strong characters i think of like the game assassin's creed odyssey and you get really connected to the characters in that game like yeah they are willing to get more political like the bad guys in that game are like Egyptian like landowners who are like um ex- who are like uh what's the word the the enemies in that game are Egyptian landowners and powerful people and the the Roman government who are like exercising control over the people and you are like liberating them like directly but you also care about the fucking characters and in this movie they don't do enough to make you care about it. It's either got to be about the characters or the corporations and the ideological struggle. And they try to kind of do both and they don't super succeed either way. Yeah. The games pretty firmly try to make it about the characters, which makes the games work a little bit better. So let's talk about the part where uh, a character in this movie suggests that uh, violence and committing crimes is hereditary and it goes completely unchallenged by the film. Yeah, we, we both we, we both texted each other like I think halfway through the movie and we're like, so they really said they really said, you know, your ancestors determined whether you're violent and and didn't really have, you know. Yeah, okay, let's 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 set it up. Let's set it up, right? Okay. So there's a scene where uh, Michael Fassbender and the lady scientist uh, are, are they're doing an exposition, right? She's explaining to him, like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Hey, this is why you're here, and this is what I want to do. And she's like, I've been following you for ho- your whole life, and she has the fucking, you know, it's digital, but it's basically, you know, the corkboard with all the strings on it. She went on Ancestry.com. Yeah, and, and, and so she has, like, all of these uh, ancestors, and there, there's, 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 a, there's a direct quote that, I, yep. uh, that I'm going to read, just read here where she says... You're living proof of the link between heredity and crime. And I slammed the pause button when she says like, that. Um. <laughs> um. And then, and then she says, like, oh, what is it? It's like, hang on, I have it written down. Uh, the, 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 um, they're talking about the assassins, and is it they're all murderers? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, says, she, says, she says, they're all murderers, like their ancestors, like you, Cal, all born with a predisposition towards violence. Now, one... He does not challenge this assertion. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I, 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 I think pretty highly of our listeners. I think they, they know enough to understand this. But just so I, I'm really, really clear, it is racist. 
<laughs> this idea is not uncommon. Yeah, this is, is what a, we're saying. Yeah, it is racist to think that crime is hereditary. Yes. For reasons that I feel I should not have to explain. No, th- there are things that literally John Tron has gotten on a stream and said <laughs> that link to this. Like the idea that, you know, people of color are more likely to, mi- to commit crime based strictly on the fact that they are people of color is not uncommon, is extremely, like, par for the course when it comes right. to uh, self, self-identifying self race realists, which is uh, a fancy word for racists. But he's not white, right? Because, exactly. I, I mean, but, but he, oh, sorry, but he's not a person of color, no. right? Michael Fassbender. And this is one of the things, like, we were talking about this, like, God, imagine this film, like, with a, like, person of color as the protagonist and with fucking, like, Jordan Peele directing it. I I jokingly was like, imagine Assassin's Creed directed by Jordan Peele and, like, starring anyone. Right, because because a scene where a a powerful white scientist tells an imprisoned black man, hey, violence is just hereditary, it's just in your blood, is a million times more powerful and is actually hitting, would actually hit the themes yeah. that they're, that they're gesturing at, but not actually willing to say anything about it. Like this entire, the entire movie would change immediately if it was willing to have taken that step. It's really incredible. This movie, the first time that you see Michael Fassbender as a kid, he's literally in fucking Baja, like Baja, California. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. still managed to make this movie star a white person. They, <laughs> they made it happen somehow. It's, and the the thing is, like, I don't know, like, he, his ancestor is, like, Spanish. Yeah. Like, there were, there's a myriad of ways, and, like, Michael Fassbender is also a producer on this movie, and, yes, lots of people who are, whose ancestry is in Spain are, like, you know, they identify as white people now, but... But, but how much more interesting would the movie be if, if he was an immigrant? Exactly. Right? You know, exactly. how much how much how much more interesting would all of this shit with these scary white people who are trying to who are fascists mm-hmm. and like you know the movie doesn't identify them as fascists but they are authoritarian fascists they just believe in controlling people like oh god there's a scene where uh the dad scientist is meeting with the leader of the Templars because they're he's, he's secretly working with the Templars and sh- the leader of the Templars says People no longer care about their civil liberties. They care about their standard of life. The modern world has outgrown notions like freedom. We've won. They're content to follow. And she's basically saying, like, you know, we've already won. We don't need to do this apple of Eden crap. This is costing us too much money. We're going to do something else. And he responds, for centuries, we've tried with religion, with politics, and now consumerism to eliminate dissent. Isn't it time we gave science a try? And this happens, I would say, about 30 minutes in. And yep. you're like, damn, is this movie going to be about something? Yeah, I was... I, <laughs> yeah, this, this, was the, this was the moment where I was made to sit up in my chair uh, and like start really paying attention. Because before that, it was just a cool action movie. Like, I like Assassin's Creed. I might as well pay attention. Um, and then they say... And you're going to have to record a 45-minute long podcast I, about I, it. I, so. I might as well pay enough attention to <laughs> yeah. take some notes. But my notes before this and after this are drastically different. <laughs> yeah. Um and so, like, they, they say a lot of things there, right? And do, how, how, does, how do concepts like the idea that the Templars believe that the world has outgrown notions like freedom, what, how, do they follow up 
in this movie no, with never <laughs> n- not really right and for centuries we've tried with religion with politics and now consumerism like hinting that the templars are responsible for capitalism which would be a bold thing uh for like <laughs> a secret society of fascists uh uh for that to be the claim and like you know it's not far, and again, off, far off from what happened yeah. actually but um it's uh, man and Again, this movie could have been about something, but it has a $125 million budget from the type of people who, in the real world, would be Templars. Yeah, really, though. So that's the thing. Really, though, man. All right. And you know how we know that? Girls and gays, we're about to talk about the most important part of this film. This was, you know, I said, I've, I've mentioned that there were multiple points in this film where I, like, slammed the pause button and had to, like, stand up and, like, kind of take, like, a, like, just pace my house for a little bit. Good lord. It wouldn't be an Assassin's Creed property without a without an an historical figure. I'm gonna set this up because I need to set it up, and then you're gonna and 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 then you're going to understand my pain. So it's it's this this happens in the last twenty minutes of the film. Yep. And they're wrapping it up. Uh and and past Michael Fassbender has the MacGuffin, right? He's got the genetic code for free will, whatever the fuck that means. Um, and there's a, and then it, and and it like opens back up on a scene and he's, he's like in, he's in like the cargo hold of a boat. Right. And he's talking to this dude who's like a ship captain. We, we assume, but we don't really know. It's like, Oh, who's that guy? And like all of the scientists are like typing really frantically. It's like, translate what he said. What, who is this? Who is he giving the MacGuffin to? And then there's a moment. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to take a drink for it. There's only one Spanish historical figure, as we all know. <laughs> where, where the lady scientist like basically looks at the camera. She might as well look at the camera and says, "It's Christopher Columbus." So, <laughs> meaning, right? Meaning that uh, past times, Michael Fassbender, the ostensibly free will libertarian uh, assassin has the genetic code, genetic code for free will. And he thinks to himself, hmm, <laughs> you know, who would be a good, oh, who, who'd be a good person to entrust this genetic code that will allow someone to subjugate people? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Christopher Columbus. <laughs> that dude seems pretty chill and pretty willing to let people live free lives. It's, it's, it's so insulting. That dude it's, didn't subjugate a continent. <laughs> it it's it's so fucking insulting for so many reasons. Cause like what? Cause like the scene that plays out is basically Christopher Columbus telling my, my, past Michael F- Fassbender, you know, I've always been loyal to the assassins. They've all, I've always been a friend of the assassins. Like my so, ass. So right? so 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 this guy. So so one. Okay. Point one. The movie is saying that the assassins, who are the good guys in the movie, we would say they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not the, directly the fascists. Um, are really tight with Christopher Columbus, and that's cool. Right. Number two, they're basically just like, hey, remember Christopher Columbus from school? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what this is, right? That's how fucking stupid they think you are. Is that- yeah, they assume that you still think that Christopher Columbus... They assume in 20 goddamn 16... That, like, they don't even call it Columbus Day in some parts of this country anymore. (laughs) 
Like literally in California, they call it Indigenous Peoples Day. Like almost, almost exclusively. Yeah. And and the movie wants you to be like, wow, Christopher Columbus, like from my history book, right yeah. when I was young and. <laughs> like when I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, not Odyssey, uh, Origins, it's like, oh, you meet Cleopatra, and she's like this badass, like. Egypt queen, who probably did some bad shit, but it was long ago enough ago now that, like, <laughs> you know, you can get away with some creative liberties. We know exactly who the fuck <laughs> Christopher Columbus is. And he would not have been an assassin. That's a fucking Templar. Yeah, but then this is the thing, right? Is that the assassins and the Templars are the same fucking people. Right, right? exactly. It, they're, they're all, all of them are conservatives. Yeah, this is modern politics, right? Yeah. This is our two-party system. Yeah. It's the fucking Templars <laughs> and the um, ostensibly on our side fighting for freedom uh, goddamn Democrat assassins. And... And they think that, you know, because someone's name is written in a history book, that they deserve to be shown some sort of reverence. Like, the Founding Fathers, like, pissed themselves and were, like, 24 and wrote down a couple of things. And owned slaves. Owned slaves, were generally assholes. And when when either modern-day political party wants to, like, throw to a quote... From, like, goddamn Thomas Jefferson. All of us collectively, we're all rolling our eyes by now. We don't care that he was in a history book. Fuck him. And fuck Christopher Columbus. And he would not have kept that genetic code for free will. He would not have taken it to the grave. So I, they find it in his grave. Yeah, because he says, I'm going to take it to my grave. He wouldn't have fucking done that. <laughs> If he you gave, used, he would have used it to do to be even worse. That what are we watching next week, Mark? I... <laughs> that, that's, that's as good of a climax as we're gonna get. Um, <laughs> so, uh, girls and gays, um, we something significant happened. Yeah, Triple C Nation. There was a rumble um, <laughs> in Triple C Nation, uh, felt across the cosmos um, by all girls and gays. Uh, Uva Ball uh, replied to us on Twitter. He. <laughs> Uva Bowl name searches on Twitter, <laughs> apparently. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Uva Bowl. Um, he came into our mentions, and he uh, told us that we should watch another one of his movies. And he, he, he suggested a movie called Rampage Capital Punishment, uh, which I believe is a documentary um, and is not a video game movie. Um, so so, so a, a couple things. Number one, uh, I just want to... Right, throw this out here. Open invitation, Uva. If you want to come on the show, we'd love to have you. Uh, if you'd like to come on here and defend Blood Rain, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have your insight. We, we would love to have you. Number two, this podcast is about fucking video games. It's not a. We're not. We are not gonna do any of your good movies. That's not do, <laughs> the movies that you are proud of have no place on this, <laughs> on podcast. this podcast. That's not what the podcast is about. So next week. We're gonna be watching House of the Dead, 2003, Uwe Boll's first video game movie. You, you think it's gonna be like so? You know, lots of directors when they have their first movie, it's the type of thing that they have been. They've had a strong vision of this for like their entire lives. Yeah, they've been so, planning this movie out for their. I think like Memento as yeah. like like that's definitely like the type of like it's like this is like an an auteur type of movie. Is this going to be his, um, <laughs> his, that? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I do know about House of the Dead. 
And that is, besides the fact that it's, uh, you know, based on the popular series of light gun arcade games. And typing games. And ty- yeah, and typing games. Uh, is that uh, usually when uh, we pull notes uh, for, you know, talking about a film, we'll, uh, you know, we'll pull like, oh, here's the, here's the star of the movie. Um, and usually you can just grab that right from the, the first section on Wikipedia. It'll be like, you know, House <laughs> of the Dead, 2003, is a film by my, uh, Uwe Boll. Uh, you know, it stars blah, 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 blah. None of the stars of House of the Dead, parentheses 2003, uh, were important enough to be listed in the first paragraph of the film's Wikipedia page, and so they will not be mentioned on this podcast, but maybe they'll be mentioned on the next one. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, well, you can follow... I finished my drink! <laughs> yeah, you can... I finished my Gatorade. I'm fucked up <laughs> on electrolytes and shit. Uh, you, can, you can find us at Cartridge Cinema. Follow us if you want to see... Uh, even more interactions between us and um, famous auteurs <laughs> such as uh, Uva Bowl. Um, join the discard. Join. Jo- join the discard. D- discard <laughs> your misgivings about our Discord and just join it. Um, <laughs> it's linked. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the. It's in the pinned post of the Twitter. Yeah. Discord is popping. I love the Discord. I love I, everybody. I know like the people who are in the Discord. I know y'all listen to the podcast every week. I have been so happy about the discord it yeah. is really filled my heart it has been really nice to just hear from people and just kind of like just have like a cool space with a bunch of cool gays talking about video games they hate super shout out yeah, yeah. Um, follow alex at party time shuffle shuffle spelled s-h-f-f-l follow me at mark underscore drizzle um, you can find the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Why Man, are we are on it? <laughs> I, I haven't even had any alcohol. <laughs> I don't even have an excuse. iTunes and Spotify uh, and SoundCloud, um, where is the most accurate place we can track plays, I <laughs> yeah, think. So you might as well just listen there. Um, you can rate us and join the likes of other people who have rated us uh, in terms of five stars. You should rate us five stars. That's the best one. Um, it's the best possible rating. And we are the best possible podcast, especially this week. Man. It's uh, so hot in here. It's hot. Um, we're going to play a, a bad video game after this. Uh, and um, For me, it was Tuesday. Yeah, same. But I throw my bottle across yeah. the room. I, I wish I could just shatter it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cat sitting next to me this entire time. I didn't even know. I love this cat. It's such a good boy. Oh man, alright, I think that's a podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast. Well, that's a long one. Oh.